Hey everyone and welcome back to my podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing someone very close to me about their anxiety and panic disorder. Hi, my name is Kenny. Um, I'm going to be participating in her Melanie's podcast and basically talk about some of my experiences in my daily life and hopefully provide some insight. Okay, so to begin, when did you first begin to notice signs of anxiety and panic attacks? I first started noticing signs of anxiety and panic attacks since I started thinking about what it was I wanted to do in life. So if I really had to think back to it, I think I would say it started around high school, junior, senior year, uh, when I initially started noticing some changes like in my mentality and my behavior and how I carried myself in daily life. I felt like I was so stressed and that wasn't a, a usual normal feeling for me. It did weigh on me a little bit. And I can definitely say that I've had my fair share of anxiety attacks and panic attacks worrying about what it is that I want to do in life, what it is I want to be in life. You know, am I accomplished? Am I going to be more accomplished, you know, or accomplished at all, period. But, um, yeah. How did you feel after you had your first panic attack? And were you afraid to encounter those triggers again? I think it was kind of a roller coaster because when I first encountered it, obviously I didn't exactly know what I was going through. And I think the person that helped me out the most at the time was my mom. I opened up to her about it, told her what I was going through. She said it was, you know, something normal. It's a process of life. I'm not the only one that goes through it. I'm not alone. She goes through them herself. Granted, she's she's admitted to me that they're not as intense or frequent as mine, but she's, you know, she has had her fair deal with it. And she told me that, you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, you can get through it. Talking, personally for me, talking about it helps a lot. I'm a very open book when it comes to her, especially after a lot of situations that have happened in my life. And uh, I find that, you know, being honest with the closest people in my life definitely help with getting through it and lowering my or the frequency of anxiety and panic attacks for me personally. I know you mentioned that you weren't stressed easily before, but did you ever consider yourself as someone who worried a lot before experiencing your first panic attack? And are you diagnosed with panic disorder? Um, uh, no, I was never diagnosed with panic disorder. I believe that's what you said, uh, with panic disorder by my therapist. But I did mention the panic attacks and the anxiety attacks. He said it's nothing too severe from the sound of it. I can definitely get it in control with some of his tips and some of his tactics I, that I would also be willing to share if he'd want me to. But um, I don't think I considered myself a person that worried a lot. I think I was a fairly calm... I, I procrastinated a lot in high school, let me be honest. <laughs> I don't think stress was ever part of my daily agenda. I, I was the last person to stress about anything I ever had to do. And I think that definitely played into a part, I played a part in my anxiety and my panic attacks later on because a lot of my procrastination eventually did catch up to me and I think that's what made it a lot harder, personally, so. And what symptoms do you experience before and during panic attacks? Like, do you get chest palpitations? Do you get shortness of breath? Do you feel really tired, shaky? Uh, personally? I get very uh, irritated. I get very irritable, period. Um, I, I don't really like interacting with people. If people interact with me, I have little to no patience during a panic attack or an anxiety attack. I um, 
very short of breath. It's very hard for me to breathe. I uh, need to kind of pace myself, just take a step back and just kind of count to 10, pace my breathing. And Do you um, kind of feel like you're like disassociating for a little bit, like a yeah. derealization kind of moment? Yeah, 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 okay. definitely. Yeah, I go through that as well. And do you feel that panic attacks cause friction or strain in your relationships? And this is any relationship. It could be like really close relationships or people that you just met. Like, do you feel in, it inhibits you from forming new relationships? Yeah, for sure. Um, honestly, no. It kind of going back to one of the answers I gave before. I, I would like to think of myself as a very open book and very honest with people right off the bat. Um, a lot of my closest friends, my girlfriend, my parents, her parents, they all know what I go through. And typically I'm very open and very honest about whatever's going on in my head, whatever's going on that week or that day. You know, even if it's that hour, <laughs> I'm very, very open about it. If something's making me uncomfortable or if I don't want to deal with something, I'm very quick to point out that, hey, I'm not really comfortable with this or, hey, I'm feeling weird. Like, yeah. I, I'm very quick to say what I'm feeling and usually that helps a lot and honestly that's pretty good because a lot of people like including myself we tend to withdraw from certain situations so I feel like it does inhibit making new relationships and keeping up with those relationships yeah so makes sense yeah so I, it hits everybody differently um do panic attacks make you feel as though you can't do the things you want like if you want to go out and you feel like in that situation you're going to encounter a panic attack does that make you not want to go there anymore or like if you want to travel more for example for me I, I was really scared of getting on a plane and being away from my mom who is like the person who takes care of me immediately when I have a panic attack so I was really scared of being far from her when I was like 16 17 mm -hmm. like in that sense does um, it inhibit you personally I can't really say that it has ever inhibited me Again, in prior experiences that I have had, actually in college, I can give a really good one. Um, I was in a public speaking course, and for my first speech that I gave, I believe it was an informative, and I had to practice, and I hadn't written an outline. I was just going straight into it, just winging it, and I practiced before for like half an hour in my bathroom, just looking in the mirror, pretty much talking it over, and I was, you know, kind of freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. I'm going to mess this up. But in that situation, just like in a lot of others, I, it kind of motivated me. I don't understand why or how, but in a lot of instances, I feel like it motivates me and drives me more towards my goal because it's like, no, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Um, but on that day specifically, I, I think I really knocked it out of the park. My God. Like you're able to push through it? Yeah, like I, I wasn't able to just push through it. I, I To give you an idea... My professor said that the outline was a really big part of the grade. Like, it was impossible, not impossible, but very unlikely to get an A on any of the speeches without an outline. She gave me an A regardless of not having an outline at all. So I think in the end, it really did motivate me and drive me towards my goal. And um, since you mentioned that you discovered your anxiety and panic attack a little bit later in life when you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do, would you say that after you discovered what those feelings were, would you say that now you're a little bit more sensitive towards anxiety and panic attacks? 
um sensitive in what sense sensitive like, like receive them more or... n- sensitive in the sense that you feel the symptoms and you automatically know what it is i would say that yeah i'd definitely become more sensitive to them i can understand if i'm on the verge of like just freaking out yeah. <laughs> uh, i would definitely say i have become more sensitive to that my next question was going to be if it ever resulted in failure to fulfill responsibilities with work school or family while you're actually having panic attacks or like right before about to have one are you able to control it before it begins no yeah it definitely has led to failure to you know fulfill certain responsibilities and certain tasks i've set up prior usually i can push past it and do what i have to do whenever i have to do it but yeah i'd be lying to you if i said that it hasn't gotten in my way before and then what do you do to treat your panic attacks do you use medication therapy or do you just practice self-care things that you do on your own time uh the only medication i've ever used to treat anything has been for my, my adhd um so i haven't really used any medication but um to treat it i mean i think the best thing for me has personally been exercising running a lot near the gym a lot it's talking to my therapist as well helps me a lot just having someone to kind of air out all of my problems to that you know judgment free so do you feel better with that kind of treatment oh yeah for sure and i think it honestly has helped a lot and just in terms of just me developing as a person i've gained a huge sense of ma- of maturity thanks to my therapist and just understanding you know, therapy has definitely helped me well thank you so much for answering my questions i feel like panic disorder and anxiety attacks have definitely increased with each generation and i feel like it just gets way more prevalent in today's society especially with all the triggers and stressors and hopefully this podcast is going to help you understand a little bit more about panic disorder and how you can possibly treat it and understand others who go through it as well thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed and i will see you in my next one thank you for having me